Hey, this is Andy Wilson from The Ride and the Dance. You're listening to On Faith's Edge with Joe Taylor. We still need to respect and love one another. And I think we as Christians lose sight of that. That was N.D. Wilson. Thank you, N.D., for the uh, introduction. Uh, N.D. is the director of the fantastic, new, visually stunning nature documentary, The Riot and the Dance. N.D. and I have a really deep exchange about faith, the proof of Jesus, and his resurrection. That's on episode 103 on faithsedge.com slash 103. Well, this is episode 104, and my name is Joe Taylor, recovering atheist and your servant, in Jesus Christ. Welcome to On Faith's Edge. This is your place to hear conversations about God and living a life of faith in Jesus Christ. Today's special guest is Striper's Michael Sweet. Now, this is Michael's third time on the show. But before we get into the conversation with Michael, let's take a second to talk about Walmart and commas. Striper's goddamn evil is banned from Walmart stores, believe it or not. Why? When it's all said and done, it's because of a comma. There's no doubt Striper always has, a, and Michael Sweet especially, always has kind of an in-your-face attitude. Michael really knows how to push the edge. But there's no doubt about his faith and uh, where he's coming from and Striper's message. I want to read an article from ccmmagazine.com. Expressing concerns over the album title, leading national retail chain Walmart has refused to carry chart-topping rock band Striper's upcoming 10th studio album, Goddamn Evil. It's available on April 20th, 2018. Uh, Side note, I'm recording this on April 20th, 2018. Uh, You're probably hearing it uh, a couple days after that. Uh, But back to the article. Available April 20th, 2018 from Frontiers Music SLR. Several Christian retail chains have also objected to the title and declined to carry Goddamn Evil in their stores. Unquote. Come on, guys. This album is full of messages of hope and faith, the salvation of Jesus Christ, love. These are the messages of this album, albeit, I'll grant you, with growling, screaming, serious guitar shredding. But the message is there, guys. The title of the song is actually a prayer to God to save his people from evil. The problem with this title is it's missing a simple comma. If they would have just put God, comma, damn evil, it would have been grammatically correct in context, and Walmart would have probably kept it in their stores. But it sounds like Walmart's going to take a holier-than-thou attitude and not put out an album that has a message of love and grace and salvation and uh, all those good things that we want to be. Come on, guys. Get this right. Get this right. I recorded our talk before this Walmart junk. But Michael speaks to the title and what it means uh, in in the coming up conversation. For those of you that don't know Michael Sweet, he is the lead singer for Grammy-nominated Dove Award-winning metal rocker Striper. As I said, this is Michael's third time on the show, and today we talk about Striper's new project and its controversial title, how he expresses his faith now, what drives him to take on so many projects, the idea of grace versus taking up the fight when necessary, and having a blast on his tour with John Schlitt in South America. There's a bonus conversation with Michael at the very end of the show, the very end of the show, after the transition, after the whole thing, at the very end of the show, there's a bonus conversation where we talk about the faith of other rockers. You'll hear names names like Journey, Alice Cooper, Ozzy Osbourne, and, and more. The album title is God Damn Evil. 
What an interesting title, Michael. Unsurprisingly, coming from you. Striper's always been a band from 84 to now. With every release, it's always tried to make people think, make people talk, make people debate. With an album like Goddamn Evil, obviously, it's got a lot of people talking. It's a situation where we can explain to people what we mean. It's a request from us asking God to damn evil. Some people say, well, he's already damned evil at the cross. Well, true. But the evil that we're faced with here on earth, not true. We see evil on a daily basis with things like the Las Vegas shooting and most recent school shooting and uh, most recently the um, packages having bombs uh, planted within them. We see evil daily. And I think it's important for all of us, certainly as Christians, to be praying against that and asking God to protect the people of the world to damn evil. And, and that's what this song and this title is about. Fresh Off, No More Hell to Pay, and Fallen, which both did really, really well. This is another good Striper project, Michael. It's a little harder than previous Striper albums, but it also seems to me a a bit spiritually deeper. I mean, a lot of the lyrics are talking about uh, our society and the times that we live in. And again, like we released a song called Sorry in Post of the Lyrics, and it's about a relationship that has lost trust because of lies and manipulation and and what have you. And then someone actually posted, how does this have anything to do with Jesus? And I'm thinking to myself, uh, it has everything to do with Jesus. (laughs) Jesus is about love and trust and honor. And uh, what part of that are you missing? Right. You know, so some of the comments that we read, it's just like, wow, this, and this is 2018. Amazing. You take the song Sorry, which is your classic striper sound. Yes. Really, really good song. But you open up with Take It to the Cross. This is not your typical striper sound, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> a rougher, harder, really good, and a solid message. We've had a number of people over the years ask us for something heavy that borders on thrash. And Take It to the Cross was our answer to that. You know, we wanted to get a little heavier and try something a little different. And we actually had a blast recording that song, man. Probably more fun recording that song than any other song on the album. I don't know why. It was one of those songs when we were in the studio, and whenever we would play back that song or we would record something on that song, everyone would rush to the control room to hear it. We had some special guests on that song, right? We do. We have a guy by the name of Matt Bashan who plays for Shadows Fall and uh, Act of Defiance. We had him come in and do the death growl, and we just wanted to kind of take it in a different direction, do stuff that we've never done before. Uh, and man, we were, we were loving every minute of it when we were recording that song. And after Matt did his parts and as we built the song, we were all just in the control room, looking at each other, like high five and like, wow, you know, we, we loved it. Uh, it, it created some controversy. You know, you got the people that love it and you got the people that hate it. No in between. There's never ever in between with Striper though. No, there never is. There really isn't. And it, it, the people that hate it you know, or who have said that they hate it, they don't like heavy at all. You know, they don't like our heavy stuff, period. The people that love it are the ones that that really want us to do more heavy, you know, and songs like, obviously, you know, going back early on from wrong to right and rock that makes me roll and writings on the wall and more than a man and Yahweh most recently. And mm-hmm. if people, people love those songs because they, they want heavy, they like heavy. This is the first release from Goddamn Evil. 
So why did you why did you pick take it to the cross? Just did you want to peel everybody's face off and then? <laughs> exactly. We wanted we wanted to like make a really bold statement with whatever song we released first. We wanted people to go, uh, okay, that wasn't what I expected at all. Well, it's not, man, but it is a good song. It's a good song, and when you listen to it, it's a really good message. It is. It is, and it's just it's reminding people to give it to God, you know, take it to the cross. If you're having problems, if you're struggling, if you're down and out, if you're depressed, you know, pray. Give it to God, lay it at his feet, take it to the cross. And that's the message of the song. And then you follow it up, putting all traditional Striper fans at ease with Sorry. Yeah, I mean, sorry, we could have gone first for sorry, and I think it would have done really well, and people would have dug it and everything, but it's it's a little bit more to be expected and not out of the ordinary for Striper. You know, it's a little more straight ahead and what people might expect to hear from Striper. So that's why we didn't go first for sorry. And I think it's pretty funny and ironic that we release Take It to the Cross, and then we follow up with Sorry. That's kind of, kind of a funny <laughs> funny little inside joke there, I guess. That's right, Take It to the Cross. And by the way, in case you heard Take It to the Cross, Sorry, here's some real striper. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, you know, we're going to be releasing uh, another lyric video in the next few weeks to a song called Lost. And then we've got a video coming on... Right around release time, the album comes out 420. I think the video is going to come out probably on 419 for a song called The Valley. And that's going to rattle some cages. In what way? Well, the video is just really different. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. But it's but it's going to be cool, man. And then the album comes out and, and we'll see how it does. I'm sure it'll do great. Let's talk about the song, Goddamn Evil. This is clearly a plea to God. And I love the line... Goddamn evil, but save the people. Yeah, goddamn evil, goddamn it all. God save the people, but goddamn the walls. In other words, save us all. But you know the evil around us. It just Lord, please, will you, will you damn it? Will you condemn it? Uh, will you tear down the walls that the evil has built? You know the the evil that we all have inside us. I mean, you know, we all have uh, skeletons in our closets, and we all have demons that we wrestle and. And, and be it a, a lie, lying to someone, and then it, it trickles and has a domino effect, or be it stuff that we've seen on the news, you know, if, if, if people going out and shooting other people for no reason. And, you know, we live in an evil world, man. We really do. I don't know how you do it, Michael. You always have three to four projects going on at any given moment. All high-quality, significant work, man. What's, what's driving you? Well, you know, I love what I do, and more now than ever. And I look at it this way, that I, I don't have 50 or 60 years ahead of me. I'm not getting any younger. You know, I might have another 20 years in this in this crazy music business, because I'm going to be 55 years old coming up this July. Um, so because I don't have as much time to do what I want to do, yet I have a lot of opportunities to do it, I'm going to take as many opportunities as I can. Instead of sitting around thinking about it, I'm going to do it. And I enjoy making music. I enjoy uh, being able to go out and perform and write and play. And man, I tell you, I'm really blessed. And I love every single moment of it. And I've got so much more to say. If I could, I would do three or four albums a year, if I could. 
Striper fans across the board, Michael, are going to like Goddamn Evil. Well done, brother. Well done. Well, man, we're excited. We can't wait for everyone to hear the entire album uh, and for us to go out and play some of these songs live with our new bass player, Perry. And uh, it's, it, it, we're excited, man. We're, we're really, really pumped up. And uh, because of that, we're raring to go, man. We're, we're like, I wish it was tomorrow. It's not, though. So Perry made the transition from rock to country. You brought up Perry from rock to country, and you picked him out of the country world. How's uh, uh how's he gelling with with the rest of the Striper crew? Oh, he's like a perfect fit, an absolute godsend. He's a rocker at heart. I mean, he was in Firehouse, and then he went went on to play with uh, Trace Atkins and Craig Morgan, and then he's he's back doing rock again. Uh, but I mean, his favorite one of his favorite bands is Judas Priest. You know, and he he listens to heavy stuff, and he's he's a rock dude. Uh, who who did the country thing for a while, and you know, uh, and he did it really well because he's a great player and he's a great singer and he's a professional. He's a great guy. So who's not going to want Perry? And we're very blessed to have Perry. And uh, somebody said to me, it was Todd Latore uh, on Monsters of Rock Cruise. He said, uh, "Wow, you guys really scored with Perry." You really scored because Todd got to hang out with Perry and uh, spend a little time with him and realize what an amazing person he is. And he's a super talented guy. So we did. We scored with Perry big time. Is Perry a believer? He is a believer. Oh, cool. Very cool. If you had to pick a favorite piece from Goddamn Evil, Michael, what is it? Oh, gosh, I'm going to go with as of today, you don't even know me. Uh, I, I'm not sure what it is about that song, but it speaks to me. The lyric about uh, how people online judge each other and comment and give their opinions about other people when they've never even met them. And uh, it, it's a, a perfect song lyrically for, for the times we live in. And then musically, I really dig it, too. It, it's got a unique groove to it, a really cool riff, uh, and uh, one of my favorite songs at this time. I've always appreciated how you live out your faith uh, you, you live your faith out loud. You really do. You have a really straightforward approach, but still with a foundation of grace. Um, what beliefs about your faith has changed over the past 35 years or 40 years since you've been a believer? Trying to be more open-minded. Uh, and that gets confused sometimes with being conservative versus being liberal. Uh, and what I mean by being open-minded is you know, it comes down to, at the end of the day, loving one another. So despite our differences, and there are always going to be differences, and there are many, we still need to respect and love one another. And I think we as Christians lose sight of that. We, we're quick to judge. You know, if someone doesn't agree with us, or if someone has a different lifestyle, we're really quick to put them in their place and say, hey, you're living in sin, and, and you need to get it right, or else with that mentality. And that's not, that's not a loving, respectful mentality. So I really try hard to be more open-minded, more loving, more respectful to people, people of all walks of all faith. Uh, and, and by doing so, I think that, uh, we can help people see everything that they need to know about God, our loving God and everything they need to know about the afterlife and heaven and hell and, and all that stuff. So it's really important. You know, it's it's interesting you bring that up because when people hear uh, Michael Sweet and when they hear Striper sing their music and 
bring bring forth music that they relate to that they like and then they bring that message you've been doing it for 35 years michael you know what i'm talking about and and then and then they see how you live your life we want people to look at our faith and say i want that kind of life i want to be that kind of person what do they have that that I don't. And we know that is in Jesus Christ. So well done, man. Really well Absolutely, done. Absolutely, man. And, and you know, Michael Sweet's also a guy that uh, I wear my heart on my sleeve and I don't take crap from anybody. So there's, there's, there's grace and then there's letting someone wipe their boots on you. Mm. We're not called to do that. At least I don't believe when someone is really disrespectful or uh, you know, there's a time and a place where you have to roll up your sleeves and stand up for who you are and who your family is and uh, your name and and all that. Um, and and I am a guy also who, although I do have a, an abundant amount of grace, I'm also a guy that'll put on uh, put on gloves and get in the ring with someone and, and duke it out. When there's something worth duking it out for. And oh that's, yeah, that's the oh, beauty. Yeah. You have to know that line. You have to know what hill you're willing to die for. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So, and, and, you know, I've met people over the years that they don't feel it's necessary to do that. And, and sometimes, you know, their name or their brand or their uh, whatever it is, is dragged through the mud by someone or, or a group of people or what have you. And it's like, you know, it's okay to, uh, to take a stand. It's okay to stand up for who you are and what you believe for sure. You had a project over the past year uh, with John Schlitt of Petra fame. How did that come about? What I did is I toured with John in South America, in Brazil. We went and we did five dates together. It was a blast. I got to hang out with John for about a week. And man, I I had the funnest time. It was awesome. John's a good guy, man. And you talk about two powerhouse voices that, for lack of a better way of putting it, still have it. You know what, man? We went out and, and we didn't realize we've never done anything together. We played with Petra just a few times, but we we never really realized how how great it would work. And, and it really was fun, man. We had a great time hanging out with each other backstage, behind the scenes and performing together really worked, too. So it was cool. It was just an acoustic thing. He and I going out and doing acoustic uh, sets. But boy, we had a great time. What a blast. What's next on the horizon now for you personally and for Striper? Well, we got the new album coming out. Uh, we're going to tour throughout the year. We're working on an acoustic album, wrapping that up uh, and releasing that probably at the end of this year, hopefully. Uh, I am getting ready to start prepping on a solo album and a, an album with Joel Holkstra. He and I are going to do some work together finally. And then Striper over the next few years is going to be shooting a lot of footage for a documentary that we're working on. We already started filming for that as well. No kidding. Oh yeah. Sounds like a blast. The album is Goddamn Evil. Another good one by Michael Sweet and Striper available at Amazon and everywhere you can buy CDs, DVDs, or your music. Thanks for coming on, Michael. I really appreciate it, brother. Hey, brother. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. And uh, God bless you and all the listeners out there. And look forward to hitting the road, man, real soon. Talk to you next time, man. Okay, brother. Michael's website is michaelsweet.com and Striper's website is striper.com. And the new album, of course, is available at amazon.com. I'll put his website, the links to the album, and social media links in the show notes at onfaithsedge.com slash 104. That's on faithsedge.com slash one zero four. 
go out and buy this album. It's really, really for those of you like me that like that like metal. And as I said before in the past, I'm a, I'm a metalhead from way back. Uh, you wouldn't know it to look at me, but that's okay. Uh, we all grow up. But anyway, uh, go out and get this album. Despite Walmart's uh, despite Walmart stance and some other Christian bookstores, it's a, or Christian music retailers. It's a really good. It's a really good project. If you want to interact with me, I'm most active on Twitter at at for Joe Taylor. That's F O R J O E T A Y L O R at for Joe Taylor. Or you can contact me at onfaithsedge.com slash contact. I love bringing you engaging conversations about faith. If this show entertains you, encourages you, informs you, or brings value to you in any way whatsoever, would you consider using an Amazon link on onfaithsedge.com? We're going to get a modest commission, but the purchase doesn't cost you a penny more, and it helps us keep the show running. That'll wrap up today's show. Thank you to Michael Sweet for being with us, and thank you for listening. You mean a lot to me, and you mean a lot to the show. Remember, God is real, he loves you, and so do I. God bless. Now stick around. Thank you for listening to On Faith's Edge. You can subscribe to the show via iTunes, Stitcher, Internet Radio, or your favorite podcast app on Android, Apple, or Windows devices. To reach out to Joe or leave comments about the show, visit onfaithsedge.com. You're important to us, and we would love to hear from you. In the rock world, there are many artists that are believers, but not necessarily so overt as, as you are. Not that I'm asking you to out, out anyone, but maybe I am. But who are some of those people that, that we might be surprised in the rock world that are believers? The singer for Journey, Arnell's a believer. Dean Castronova, the drummer for Journey, or was the drummer for Journey, he's now with the Dead Daisies, he's a believer. Jonathan Cain is as well, yeah, from Journey. Jonathan Cain is is really uh, very serious about his faith and, and, and a very outspoken believer, absolutely. Yeah. So really, the whole lineup of Journey pretty much is, <laughs> um, except for Neil, I, I believe. I, yeah. I don't know what Neil Neil believes, but he, you know, I'm sure he's searching like all of us. Um. Uh, obviously, everybody knows the Givens, like Dave Mustaine. Sure. Um, Dave's a believer. Alice oh, Cooper? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Alice Cooper is, for sure. He's very outspoken. I think Nico McBrain is as well. Nico is, and, and you're absolutely correct about that. Um, I'm trying to think of some other people that people might not expect to know or hear. Um King Diamond. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> I don't know if, 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 if King Diamond is or isn't. I doubt it. I, I'm not sure. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne. No, I'm only kidding with that, too. That's you never funny. know. You never know, dude. We're all searching. I think we? Ozzy, I think Ozzy, when I, when I hear Ozzy talk these days and watch him on his show with his son and read interviews and stuff, I, I feel like Ozzy's definitely... Uh, definitely believes there is a God, at least is what I think, and is searching for sure. And yeah. it has an open heart and mind about that. So that's pretty cool. And as we grow older, we become more introspective and we realize what life is all about. And, yep. uh, and I think we, I think as we grow older, we search, we start searching for God and we, we start finding, finding that path. And that's what I think we're seeing in, in some of these guys. Yeah. Because when we're younger, we don't think about uh, our own death. But when we get older, we do. 
uh, are, you know, we start thinking about, uh, okay, I, I, I'm not going to be around on this earth as, as long as I would like to have been maybe 10, 15, 20, 25 years, if we're very fortunate and blessed. So you start thinking about it. You start thinking about where am I going to go after this? Um, but when we're young, we don't think about it. We're basically invincible and, you know, we think we, nothing can harm us and we're going to be here forever. And that's just not the case. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Thanks for hanging out, Michael. I appreciate you, brother. Okay, dude. Hey, thank you, man. God bless you. And, uh, we'll see you out there. Take care on the road. Hopefully. Okay. Bet. We'll be there. Take care, buddy. See ya. Bye-bye.